everybody. This is John again with Coffee and Contracts, with Contract Diagnostics. And I hope that everyone's having a great day, a great week. One of the things that I thought we'd talk about today is the schedule portion of the contract. Oftentimes it's called the duty section. It might be called the services section. Sometimes it's called the expectation section. Sometimes it's a job description. How detailed should these things be? We always tell folks that we work with that you guys trade time for money, just like we do, just like most every other employed or contracted person out there. So it's important to understand how you, what that equation looks like, how you trade time and how they're going to pay you. So it's important to understand what you're obligated to do. So the compensation is, of course, a whole other section of the contract that we're not going to talk about in today's session. But when it comes to the scheduling portion of it, we want the expectations very clear. So if contracts say something vague, like physicians shall work full-time 1.0 equivalent, or physicians shall work a minimum of 40 hours a week. It might say physicians shall work as the employer determines from time to time. It might say something about call shall be directed by the employer. And again, there's no specifics with any of those things. We feel this language should be much more granular, much more clear. We feel it should be maybe with mutual consent or agreement. We feel like it's a good idea to have expectations, obviously in the contract if you can, but if nothing else, a very, very good granular verbal discussion with them. But what the language that we typically see that we think makes the most sense for the physicians is when it says something clear, you know, physicians shall work 36 patient contact hours a week. We know that you obviously have four hours for admin time. You know, physicians shall work an average of 36 patient contact hours a week. Okay. That means sometimes you work more, sometimes you work less. Physicians shall take call. It's equal with others, but no more than one in three, no more than 10 days per month. Now we know that calls equal, but if the number of physicians in the department falls below three, you're not obligated to take more than one in three or 10 days per month of call versus having language that just says physicians shall take call based on the policies of the employer or shall take call as the employer directs. So again, let's define call. Let's have it capped. We think that makes a lot of sense. Let's have hours dictated. If it's if you're doing shift work, you could say seven on, seven off in a block fashion. It could say days only or nights only. It could say 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. If you're working in clinic and you've got a day off a week, which day is it? Sometimes you'll see you'll work a minimum of 40 hours and then the physician will tell us, but I'm working four days a week. And it says nothing about that in the contract. So if you are working four days a week or have Friday afternoons off, that's contract language that could be put in. If nothing else, it helps you understand that what their intent is. And of course, if things change with the employers, there's a shift in ownership, there's a shift in leadership, physicians come and go, somebody takes off or has a baby and steps away for a little while. You know what your expectations are as far as the very important thing, which is your time. Compensation, again, is a whole other thing that we can discuss, but we do feel it should be very detailed or somewhat detailed as far as your schedule goes. Again, putting buckets around it, putting averages in there, or maybe just having some nice soft language that says the schedule shall be mutually determined by both parties and agreed upon 60 days in advance. So now what do we know? Well, we know that 60 days ahead of time, you guys will come and you guys will do the schedule for the month. And that's great because now you can approve it. They can propose it to whatever the situation looks like. The same thing goes for location. If you're going to work at the hospital, that should be down. If you're going to work at the hospital and an outreach clinic, that could be put down. If you're working at three sites, that could be documented. Maybe you're working at three facilities, but you don't want to work at more at one more than two days a month. That could be written down. 
we've seen physicians say, sure, I'll go to an outreach clinic one day a month. And then outreach clinics two hours away. And then it goes for one day a month to two days a month, to three days a month, to two days a week, to four days a week. And now the physician's driving four hours a day, multiple times a week, cost them family time, cost them their health driving so much, cost them wear and tear on their vehicle, extra costs associated. And maybe their production's even hurt because work at the outreach clinic is not as robust. The staff's not as well-trained as it is at the main facility. So having something like your schedule very defined and very detailed in a contract as well can be important. You know, you'll work at the facility on 4th Street. Any changes are with mutual agreement or with mutual consent. We've seen that a lot, and we think that makes a lot of sense. So how detailed should you demand these be? Maybe the employer doesn't want to put them in there. I think that's okay. I think a side letter with their letterhead on it makes a lot of sense. And I think if nothing else, having a robust discussion. When, if you did offer an outreach location, how would you staff it? If somebody did leave, how would call be taken? When would you get locums in? Would I be paid for extra call if I had to take call greater than X amount? If there's, you know, would you ever consider putting a Saturday clinic in place for a primary care physician and urgent care? Maybe you're a pediatrician and we don't know how they're covering nights and weekends. And that could be you. Maybe you're expecting eight to five, but they add a Thursday urgent care. And now you're working every Thursday until 8 p.m. Maybe you want to do that, but maybe you don't. So again, all those expectations, all those details could be clear in contracts. And that's one of the things that we help you guys out with. So understand not only how you're paid, but what you need to do for the compensation. And we feel having a good, robust discussion with the employer is key and vital, but obviously contract language is important. So if you need any other tips, or any other advice, reach out to us here at Contract Diagnostics. Of course, we're always here to help. 